All right. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller. So glad to have everyone here on the call today. This is Monday morning. It is our Limitless Tribe call. If this is the first time that you've ever been on a Limitless Tribe call, then I want to give you a warm, warm welcome from us. Uh, just remember, you are limitless, and if you don't remember that, you'll find out by the end of this call how limitless you truly are. I'm so excited. These calls have been just a, an amazing series. Uh, we've, this is our manifestation series. We've been going through the nine laws of conscious creation, uh, and, uh, and this week is just like we've had the last few weeks. This is the next law in that iteration. We're talking today about the law of intuition, and I'm so excited about this law today. Actually, we have Kara Brandt with us today. Kara Brandt, do you want to go ahead and say hi real quick? Hey, everyone. How are you guys doing? <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited to have Kara Brandt. Kara Brandt is an individual who uh, really, really relies and leans on her intuition, both in her personal life as well as in business, and it's a, it's a great way to uh, to conduct business. This is one of the one of the I mean, I, I think I probably say this every time. This is one of the most important laws in the nine laws of, of uh, manifesting your life and of manifestation. But before I get into that, I do want to go through and talk about um, some, some announcements. And uh, first of all, we've got Limitless, and I'm trying to pull it up right here. Carol, do you know what, off the top of your head what the days of Limitless are for this month? Is it the 23rd to the 25th? Is that right? Yes, I believe so. It's uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So we've got the 23rd through the 25th. Awesome. 23rd through the 25th. Uh, we've got uh, an amazing schedule lined up. I'm just so excited for all those that are choosing in to be there. Um, it's going to be tremendous. I know that there's um, that we've got our – I'll see here. Oh, here, right, here we go. We've got um, our Mentor Me that's happening Tuesday at 4 p.m. That's this week. That's tomorrow, Tuesday at 4 p.m. at the Strongbrook office. Uh, again, you can dial in using the same number, but you are very encouraged to come live if you can. Uh, we're going to be facilitating powerful, limitless experiences, uh, really just to bring out the best in you, help you get through and break through some of those things that are holding you back, help you manifest the mentors that you may need in your life. Uh, Chris and some of the other leaders are going to be doing this, uh, this event again this, this coming Tuesday, tomorrow at 4 p.m. at the Strombrook office. Again, like I said before, Limitless is the 20th. Uh, 3rd through the 25th at Utah Valley Convention Center. Uh, everyone in the tribe who gets uh, some guests to attend. Now, I, I think, Carrie, you were going to talk a little bit about this. Is that right? Yeah, actually, we have an incredible announcement. I am so excited to share this, you guys. So um, imagine having all seven certified limitless mentors at your disposal for a whole day and getting to have lunch and experience a ropes course. Doesn't that sound amazing? So here's the deal. In order for you to manifest this all-day experience with all seven of our Limitless Certified Mentors, you have to have five attendees come to this Limitless. And so here's just kind of the basic uh, guidelines with that. They have to be 21 years or older, and they have to attend all three days. So I know that many of you have been really good at bringing your friends to Limitless. So, so some of you are regularly bringing two to three of your guests. So all you have to do is bump that up two or three more guests, 
and you will qualify for an all-day ropes course experiences with the certified mentors. And that day, when that day will happen will, will be announced soon. We're wanting the snow to melt a little bit before we get out on the ropes course. But lunch will be included and an, a whole day of powerful mentoring. And let me just give you a list of all the seven uh, certified limitless mentors. Um, I myself, Kara Brandt, is one. We have Wileen Benson, Marianne Denobolis, um, Jacqueline Smith, Ben Allred, uh, Dana Sorensen, and Dave Kaler. And who am I missing? I'm missing someone. I don't know who I'm missing. Who am I missing, Dave? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I can't think right now either. Anyway, but I'm sure they'll so, let us know. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be awesome. So get your five people there. Don't delay. And uh, remember, tickets are only $99, a value of $4.99. Awesome, Kara. Thank you so much for that announcement. That is super powerful, way exciting. Get your five people to this Limitless and uh, spend some amazing time with our certif certified Limitless mentors. Um, one more thing just to plug it in. We talked about this last week, but I want to make sure that if you missed it last week that you get it here again. Um, if you go to the Limitless Tribe page, uh, you'll see that we've got uh, some information there to sign up to be part of the book launch team. Um, there are going to be some simple steps that we're going to ask of you between February 15th and the 25th that will help the book become a bestseller. Uh, this is going to be an amazing opportunity. Many of you, many of you have chosen in to co-author or be a, a co-author in the Limitless book, which means you'll be stepping into that bestseller status. Uh, really excited about that. Uh, Chris talked a lot about it. We've got Justin Jepson who, is, who launched uh, his book into bestseller status. Uh, in a very short amount of time. He's kind of heading up our, our book launch team and some amazing things that are happening there. So if you feel called, if you'd like to be part of that launch, we'd love as many of you to, to participate and be part of that launch. Not only is this going to be good for those who are co-authoring the book, but this is good for any of you who are spreading the word of Limitless and getting people there. This gets uh, a, a tangible asset, you know, this, this amazing book with so much wonderful information into the hands of those people who right now may not be able to make it to the three-day event. And I'll tell you, I've seen this over and over and over when we first came out with The Straight Path to Real Estate Wealth, which is the first book that we came out with or that Chris wrote. Um, it was a wonderful tool to get people to some of our real estate events. So this is, this is I'm, I'm looking at this in a very similar fashion, although this is a much different type of movement. And I'm really excited to see what happens as we get more and more of these books into the hands of those who need them. And uh, I believe that it will just transform into more people coming to our events with, with their lives being transformed. And the more lives we can transform, obviously, it's a, it's a trickle effect. And it, it starts to reach and touch the lives of so many people around us as well. So with that, I want to jump in. Uh, that, those are our announcements for today. Thanks for being patient. But now it's time to talk about the law of intuition. And I, again, I've got Kara Brandt here on the phone today to, to help take us through what this law means, how we can apply it in our lives. And she and I are going to kind of be going back and forth. But Kara, I want to talk to you first, maybe ask you the question, what is the law of intuition and how have you been able to use it in your life? Thank you, Stephen. First of all, I want to thank uh, Stephen for allowing me to, to be a part of this call. Stephen is, is one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I'm Every day I'm with him, I'm inspired. So thanks so much for this opportunity. Um, so the law of intuition is basically the idea that we are all infinite beings with access to limitless wisdom and insight. And we can access that wisdom by listening to our intuition at any given moment 
and connecting to our divine sacred selves. And those answers are there in any given moment. So that's basically the law of intuition. And what we're going to do today uh, with Stephen's help, and uh, we're going to work together to kind of just explain how we can actually apply this law of intuition and give you some practical steps um, that will help you practice this law and, um, and access that intuition. Thank you so much. You know, I was thinking about this weekend. I had, uh, I had set a goal for myself. and I'm not going to get too specific about exactly what the goal was. It was, just, it was a business goal for me, and I wanted to hit a certain benchmark this past week. And I, um, I was in bed. This was Saturday night, and it was, uh, it was getting late. It was probably 11 o'clock or so, or maybe midnight even, or close to midnight. And the realization came to me that I wasn't going to reach my goal. And I had, I had felt like I had done everything that I possibly could to accomplish my goal. And it was interesting. I'm sitting here, and I'm in this space of, okay, I wanted to accomplish my goal. What didn't I do? Or did I not follow something I felt like I should have? And as I'm, I'm thinking through the week, I remembered that I had set some smaller goals for myself, some smaller daily goals in the last few days of the week, I had left out portions of those smaller daily goals. And it was interesting how quickly that intuition told me, Stephen, you would have reached your goal had you had done those other smaller parts of the goal. So often I think we get, we get sidetracked or we, get, we lose our focus, and it's easy, to, um, it's easy to get bogged down by the nitty-gritty details of some of the different things that we feel uh, or, or we think, again, I'm going to separate this, of the, the things that we think we should be doing that are outside of the things that we felt we should have done in the first place. Okay? So I got bogged down this past week in a lot of things that I thought I should do. And in the thinking, in overthinking things, I left out some of the things that I felt were important for me to do in the very beginning. And because of that, because of my, I'm going to say it this way, because I ignored my intuition for the latter part of the week, um, I didn't reach my goal. Now, I will say this. I had some amazing success. I did some great things that I hadn't done in a long time, and, and it, was, it was wonderful for me. So although I didn't reach my goal, um, I could look back and say, holy cow, that was amazing. But that law of intuition is just a, it's a phenomenal law that if we will follow it, it will keep us on track to accomplishing the things that we otherwise may, may not. And it also gives us a clear direction where sometimes we will get lost in the minutia of all these different things and all the different thoughts and all the different ideas that can come up along the way. And not, not that those ideas or thoughts are bad, because a lot of the things that I was doing were good things, but they were getting in the way of the highest and best that I received through that intuition that I received. Yeah, thank you, Stephen. So I, I actually like to call myself an expert in intuition, but it wasn't always that way. I've actually been diagnosed as combined types ADHD, and according to science and according to the doctors, I should, my brain should just be all over the place. So I kind of set a goal for myself, and I've spent years of my life trying to develop this particular law because I was determined that I was going to be able to get those answers, that I was going to be able to feel connected, to know how to quiet my mind, and to receive those answers for myself. I think it's human nature, Stephen, for, um, for us to, to listen to the voices outside of ourselves before trusting ourselves. 
No doubt. And and so we've got a lot of voices in the world out there. We have our parents in our head who raised us, right? We have our teachers who we went through school with. We have um, even our, our various mentors. We have different people that are, are voicing things in our head. I can't tell you how many times I'm doing something and I'll hear my, my dad's voice in my head. And old Kara would have just gone in this, space of unconscious reaction, I would have acted based on what he was telling me to do versus checking in and asking, is this right for me? And so I'm super excited to teach this because for me, it's been a life changer. It's actually led me to the Limitless Movement. It's actually led me to learning how to overcome chronic illness, depression, and anxiety. Um, this is, for me, my the law, the foundational law of all the nine laws of creation. Um, for me, this is the number one thing that I love teaching my clients how to do. So I'm super excited. Yeah, thank you. You know, um, to really live a limitless life, I think all of us need to get to a point where we can become expert decision makers. And I, I know uh, for so many people that I've talked to in the past and even for myself in the past, when I think about the decisions that need to be made to see the success that you, that you want, it can be daunting at times. I mean, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of decisions, even daily, uh, that all either contribute or take away from what it is that you're trying to accomplish or what the goal that you're trying to get. And so really becoming that expert decision maker is key in manifesting the life that you're trying to, to manifest. Um, one of the most basic ingredients for becoming successful um, really goes right in hand with the number of decisions that you make. So think about this. Successful people make way more decisions than unsuccessful people. A lot of unsuccessful people will sit around and allow decisions to be made for them or about them. Uh, they will sit back and just allow life to happen. Again, this is the difference between what Napoleon Hill talks about in Outwitting the Devil, drifting. And, you know, this is, so this is just between drifters and actually moving forward and consciously creating the life that you want. So if you wait for all the all the analytics, if you wait for all the data, if you wait for all these different factors uh, to come before you make a choice, oftentimes you'll never make enough choices to really achieve your dreams. And so the law of intuition is how we break free from this, this vacillation, how we break free from the, the paralysis uh, of all this data collection and everything else that we think we might need and learn how to make decisions with absolute unwavering confidence. Now, I will say this. It doesn't mean that every decision that you, that you make is going to right, right away um, feel like you're taking a step closer. It's interesting. Sometimes the law of intuition will tell you to make a decision that will seem like it might be the wrong choice. I was actually watching a video the other day, and uh, uh, this video was a story of a man who was with his son, and they were driving down the road, <clears throat> and they got to, they, they, were, they were, you know, he was taking his son to, to show him the beautiful uh, landscape of, of northern Arizona, and, uh, you know, these, these red rocks and, and these canyons, and it was just beautiful, and they had gone off the beaten path, they were driving down this road, and night started to fall, and he thought to himself, we better get back, and so they got back in the car, back in the truck, they started to head back home, and they got to this place where there was a fork in the road. And they couldn't remember, the father couldn't remember exactly which way to go. Now, this was, you know, getting a little bit dangerous. This was years and years and years ago, not a lot of road signs or anything like that. And again, they were off the beaten path anyway. 
And he asked his son, what do you feel, which, road, which path do you feel we should take? The son checked in, and his intuition told him we should go to the right. And the father checked in, and his intuition told him, yeah, I think we should actually go to the right as well. So they go off to the right. They drive down this path to the right, and they come to a dead end. They come to actually a, a spot in the road where there's this massive cliff. The road ends. The only way forward would be to fall down this huge ravine, and obviously that wasn't the right path. So he backtracked, went back, and then took the other way, which eventually led them back to the road. Now think about this for a second. Both he and his son felt like they had followed this law of intuition, yet in the immediate, it would have seemed that their intuition was off. He further explains the story. He talks about how actually because of that experience, because going down the wrong path, and it, it had only taken him down the wrong way several hundred yards, so it wasn't like a, it took a ton of time out of their journey. But he said, choosing that path gave them complete and full certainty in the choice then to continue towards the left. So their intuition actually was the right intuition. It, although it stopped them and although it wasn't the path, it was exactly what both of them needed in that in, in the dusk of the night, I mean, as, as night was falling, to have complete certainty that their travels on the left side of the road was actually the, the right one, to help them feel confident and certain in what they were doing on the right. So it's interesting. Sometimes the law of intuition shows up a little different. It allows us to make quick decisions and then gives us perfect learning opportunities. Yes, excellent. So... Um as we're talking about the law of intuition, um, I want to just talk really briefly about how belief breakthrough is, um, goes into context with this law. So belief breakthrough um, kind of helps us um, clear the clutter, um, so to speak, so that we can um, have a clearer mind. The clearer we are, the more conscious we are, the more connected we are to our intuition. And so uh, just, I just want to reiterate the, the importance of daily belief breakthrough in our ability to do that. And I, I also want to just reiterate this story that Stephen told us. Um, there have been several times where I have felt that um, really strongly to do certain things. And when I look back in my life, it wasn't exactly the right path or at least the path of least resistance, okay? And so, but yet without those experiences, I wouldn't be who I am today. Without those experiences, I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I needed to learn in order to be who I am today. And so sometimes intuition leads us down the, a path that may be perceived as the wrong path. Others may look at our decisions and say, you know, judge what the decisions that we're making and, and may perceive that as the wrong path. Only we get to know and only we get to determine through the law of intuition what is right for, for ourselves. Awesome. So when we get stuck trying to make these decisions for our heads, that's, that's, the, that's the hard part. That's when we're not really accessing this law of intuition. Intuition is accessing a higher truth. Uh, it's, it's the wisdom really that comes from our hearts, right? The law of intuition says that the information that we need to make decisions um, in any decision for that matter, the ones that will best service is always present. That information is always present. It's always there. And it's always available at a moment's notice. We simply, we, you know, this is, this is the, probably the, the magic and the mystery. All we need to do is know how to tap into it. 
right? So there's, there's actually six steps for tapping into tuition. So if you've got your pen and paper, I want you to write these six steps down. I want you to, to, to get ready here because these six steps are, th are things that you can use at any time. And we're going to talk a little bit about these six steps, but I want to go in here, first of all, and list them off for you. So write these down. Here are the six steps for tapping into issue, intuition. Number one, ground. We'll talk about grounding a little bit more in just a minute, but number one, ground. Number two, ask. Number three, listen. Number four, receive. Number five, trust. And then number six is take action. Okay, so real quick, once again, we've got ground, ask, listen, receive, trust, and then take action. And, and I, you know, a lot of you here on the line may understand what most of these mean, but I want to just make sure that we get a little bit more uh, context for what these things are. Grounding, specifically, starting with number one, grounding. Grounding means you clear your mind. Grounding means you get into this meditative state. Grounding means that you get out of your head for just a moment and you prepare a space to receive information. Oftentimes, getting grounded, and we do this often at Limitless, getting grounded looks like closing your eyes, breathing deeply, uh, completely filling your lungs, holding it for a moment, then releasing that air. You do this several times until you feel completely relaxed. You clear your minds of all the different thoughts and anxieties and fears and worries maybe that are swimming around in your mind. And as, as thoughts arise, you just let them come. You just let it, let it happen effortlessly. You get completely present with the moment, releasing all the worry, like I said, and anxiety about the past or the future. And you just get as present as you can. That's grounding. Kara, how have you used grounding in your intuition? You know, grounding for me is the most basic fundamental element of this for the very reason that it's, it's, a, it's a, the tool to create a space of observation. It's actually, I find this, this step quite amusing at times because when I just allow myself to observe, I let go of judgment, I let go of shame, and... I, I just kind of watch, and when it, as we're talking about just trusting, allowing things to flow effortlessly, sometimes the things that come into my mind make absolutely no sense. Sometimes it's humorous. It's like, wow, that's <laughs> yeah. fascinating, fascinating that that's coming to my mind, but I've learned to trust the first thing that comes to mind, and, and sometimes it doesn't seem to connect at all to anything, but it always gets me to the right place. So for me, grounding is just as simple as stopping what I'm doing, finding a quiet place taking a deep breath in through my nose is what I like to do and out through my mouth. And I just set the intention to clear my mind. And sometimes that takes me a few deep breaths to feel like I can do that and just physically relaxing my body and then just step into that space of observation. Um, you know, you'll know, here's some ideas. I just want to share this really quick, Stephen. Um, a couple of ways that you can know that you're actually not grounding and you're not in a space of, uh, of observation versus judgment is when you start hearing the thoughts come into your mind that say, I really should be doing this. I really need to do this. I have to do this. So when you can eliminate those words and just step into just, pure observation. We're not going to judge or criticize anything that's happening because it just is. And so, um, yeah, that's all I want to say about grounding. 
Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. So step two then after you're grounded. And, and by the way, before I move on to step two, you'll all probably recognize that grounding is one of the most integral parts of the belief breakthrough process. So right now we're just talking about intuition, but intuition is something that you're going to access every time. Not only when you're trying to manifest the life that you want, but in, in the throes of belief breakthrough, that intuition plays such an important role because oftentimes you're accessing moments and scenarios and, and experiences that happened a long time ago, oftentimes things that we have tried to, to shove down and forget. And, and, but those are those programs that are running our actions. Those are those things that are keeping us doing the same things over and over and over that aren't serving us. So that grounding is such a, 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 an important process which leads us to, that, to step number two, which is ask. So once you're grounded, then just ask, ask the question. Uh, ask the, the, the things that you're struggling with. You know, is there something that, um, that you haven't been, uh, or that you want that you haven't been getting? Is, are, where are you blocked or stuck? Um, where would you like a breakthrough? You can ask your questions, and these, this is an important thing. These questions don't have to look necessarily any certain way. Uh, they can be open-ended, or they can even be a yes or no. So some examples of possible questions are things like, you know, should I accept that new position at work or stay where I am? Um, should I invest this money or build this business? Or what is the number one limiting belief that is blocking my progress right now? Or maybe why am I reacting to this person or this situation, uh, this situation in this certain way? Right? You can ask any of these questions as you're going to intuition. You can ask any question that you want to because, again, one of the fundamental laws of the law of intuition is that you have access to all the information. Or maybe, what's my next step to accomplish my goal? I mean, you can literally ask anything you want. So many, so many people wear, uh, you know, wear calluses on their knees in prayer asking these big questions, and they think they have to wait a certain amount of time to receive an answer. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that you have you have access. You can receive immediate answers to all these different questions. Um, the information here is always available. The problem, I think, for most of us is we just we don't ask. Oftentimes, we don't ground. <laughs> and then typically, we, if, if we're not even grounding, we're typically not asking either. So that, that brings us to step number three. This is, this is the step on listening. And Kara, can you talk a little about, about how to listen here? Yeah, um, so just keep in mind that this listening, this is not a logical process. We're, we're not trying to, to think more clearly. We're just transcending our thoughts completely. So um, you're not looking for the answer you think in your head. You're looking for the answer you feel in your heart. And I actually like to think of this as a balance between your mind and your heart. So when I'm working with clients, I, you know, I'll, I'll ask them a question and we're doing this process and they'll start to give me very logical answers. <laughs> and and, I'll, and I'll, I'll give them another opportunity to say, okay, so that's a very logical answer. Let's try connecting your heart as well. And let's tap into what your heart tells you to do. But here's the thing, Steve. Many people are, um, I think, are afraid to listen to their heart. You know, we yeah. live in a science and technology age where everything, so many things can be proven by science. And many people get into this space where I have to see it 
to believe it. I have to have scientific proof in order to believe it. And much of that space is in our head, in the logical brain. But we have to transcend the logical mind and go to that heart space, that intuition space, which actually will open the doors to infinite information. And so I personally really love to listen for yes or no answers. When I'm asking a question, oftentimes my question is, is it for the highest good? for me to do this next step right here, right now. And I just wait for a yes or no answer. And um, I'm going to just give a little bit of um, from my, just sort of what I do to listen. When I'm listening, there's different ways that I listen. I listen with my body. I listen with my mind. I listen with my heart. And so um, my heart will feel, when I get a yes answer, my heart feels peaceful at rest. When I get a no answer, it's like beating outside of my chest. Um, if I'm getting a yes answer, my whole body physically feels calm and at peace. I'm getting a no answer. I'm tight. My muscles are, are grabbing and I feel anxious. Um, when I'm listening with my mind, I hear just a simple yes or no. And, and so just you get to, as you're learning to listen, you get to determine what works best for you but consider that there's many ways to listen. Yeah, you know, that's uh, the conversation of getting out of your head. So often we're, you know, if I'm meeting with a client or if I'm talking to somebody and helping them go through a process at Limitless or, or whatever the case may be, and, and we get to this point where we're starting to ask some questions, so often the answer will come up. If you're not in, if you're not in your heart, if you are stuck in your head, usually the answer will come up, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you, you'll say those words, I don't know. And so if you ever say those words, as you're, as you're asking these questions yourself, those words come up to your mind, I don't know, that means typically you're not really listening with your heart. You're, you're stuck in your head and you're trying to, like, like Kara said, logically think out these, these answers, you know, and you're straining your mind to find it. Well, they don't come necessarily that way. Um, this is, and this is, takes us to step number four, which is really receiving which is these answers oftentimes come subtly. You know, um, sometimes they come very clearly and very powerfully as well. And really, either way, it's, it, it's probably the right answer, however it comes. Don't, don't try to overthink uh, your way to an answer. Just sit still, listen, and feel. And even if it uh, comes as the slightest leaning maybe towards one path over another, that's, that's probably your answer. So learning how to trust and receive learning how to get out of your head and, and, and get into your heart, and then just receive that answer as it comes is a really a crucial part here in this law of intuition, which, mean, which takes us to step five. And step five is trust. Trust is such a huge part of the game in this intuition. And, and this is one of those things that begins to build and build and build the more that you, the more that you lean upon and focus on this law of intuition, the more that you use this on a daily basis, you come to the point where you begin to trust it more. And, you know, it's interesting for me, this intuition, um, this is something that I've been really working on and cultivating for probably my entire life. I mean, I've, it's something that I've really uh, made a big part of my life. And, but it's interesting, there are often moments where I have, uh, where I will make mistakes and I won't lean on it or I will ignore it. And um, I get to reap those rewards too. And maybe I shouldn't call them rewards, I don't know. Um, I, I want to tell a quick story here. And, and this is, this is you know, maybe really a story about trust. Um, when I was, let's see, several years ago, I think my son was probably 
I should probably know the dates better. Uh, <laughs> I think this is 2009, if I'm not mistaken. So my son was about six or seven years old, and um, we were redoing our front lawn, and we were putting in a sprinkler uh, sprinkler system, and uh, we had dug it all up, and I had rented a backhoe to cover it up and to level the the, the ground in our front yard, and and. Um, I was, I was sitting doing all this work, and you know, I, I wanted my son to come and be with me, and to you know, spend some time up in the back or up in the in the front loader with me. This is a little bobcat, and um, we're we're moving forward, and we're doing different things, and he's sitting on my lap, and we're having a good time, and um, I, I I get this feeling like we should stop or we should pause. Uh, I can't remember the, the now. I can't remember the exact feeling that it was, but it, it had something to do with stopping and and arranging or doing something different. And um, I ignored I ignored that intuition. I, I ignored that feeling that I got. And the rest of the story isn't a fun one for me, uh, but it was a very poignant learning experience. I ignored that intuition, and because of it, uh, I I shortly after hit a bump where my son's foot kicked out as right as I was putting the front basket down and his toe got caught between the basket and the body of the bobcat. And if you understand those machinery, that machinery, it's not forgiving. Uh, my, my son had a pair of shoes on that were like Converse or something like that, so not very strong shoes, and it smashed his front toe. And uh, it, I've never heard such shrill screams in my life and never had such amazing fear in my life. I mean, I thought I, I just ruined my son. And all these things started going through in my mind. I picked him up, and we took him in the house, and we took off his shoe and sock. And, and I, I won't get too graphic here, but it was quite graphic. We took him to the emergency room as fast as we could. He had surgery on his toe eventually. And, you know, he, lost, he ended up losing about a quarter inch off of his toe. We thought he was going to lose his whole toe. Um, oh, man, that was a lesson that uh, has stayed with me my entire life. Um, and it, it was a very powerful and wonderful lesson. The lesson wasn't that I was bad. The, le- the lesson wasn't that I, I'm a horrible father. Those weren't the lessons that I took home. Luckily, I'd been in this world long enough, and, I, you know, I, and I'm continuing to do the work all the time. But the lesson that I took home was intuition is real, and I need to follow it more precisely. When it comes, I need to receive it and I need to trust it. And that's the step five. When I receive the intuition, I need to trust on it and act on it immediately. And I have no doubt that had I trusted that intuition when I got it, stopped what I was doing and acted on it, that the outcome would have been different. And again, this isn't about blame and shame because I, I don't have shame in what happened. That was, a, that was a, an amazing learning experience and one that I've had opportunities to now share with my son uh, in a variety of different ways. We've talked about it and we've talked about our, with, with our family. It's really created uh, a space to learn. Um, but in that space of learning how to trust, the more you will trust that intuition, the more it will serve you. Now, Steve, can I mention something about trust really quick? Please. So this is a really powerful concept. This is, for me, one of the most powerful aspects of these six steps. And I'm just going to, I'm going to do kind of a newsflash for you guys. So trust doesn't really exist outside of you. Yeah. 
The only true trust that really exists in reality is the trust that you have in yourself, your ability to connect and listen to intuition. So that trust is, is always there. It's always there. You have the ability to, to access, to be able to trust yourself just because you are, because you're an infinite being. As an infinite being, you have constant limitless access to the answers. So it's easy. And so I invite you all to take on the belief that it's easy to trust myself. All right, Steve, let's go to the next step, step six in taking action. So we can't, uh, you know, we can do belief breakthrough all day and we can go, we can meditate all day and we can ask and we can receive answers all day. But if we're not willing to take action on the answers that we receive, it's only answers. It's not actually results that we're creating. So the more that you follow intuition and the more you, the more in tune you'll become and the clearer and more immediate your answers will come. And, and on the other end, the less you follow it, the less in tune that you will be. And I know that some of you who have been to Limitless before, you may have heard the term um, unconscious reactor versus conscious creator. So this is sort of that, it, the more you follow intuition, the more you become a conscious creator. The less you follow intuition, you step into that space of unconscious reaction where many of us kind of just walk around in this numb state of, of reacting to our world rather than proacting. Um, and so um, when you guys all receive the Limitless book, I'm so excited for you all to, to receive this book and to read through it, and you'll get to read through all these laws. Um, and you'll learn about how Chris Crone, um, you know, he lives and breathes and has grown his business. And, and Strongbrook has uh, processed hundreds of millions in business just based on um, you know, Chris operating from this law of intuition and making his decisions. Awesome. What I want to do right now, uh, that, that kind of takes us through the steps of, of the law of intuition and how to really start applying it in your life. And what I want to do right now is I, I, can, I, I believe that there is someone here who um, feels like they may be blocked when it comes to their own personal intuition maybe feels like they've tried to implement this law and for whatever reason, in, in some way, shape, or form, they feel like they're just not able to really truly tap in or they've had blocks about it or they feel like there's some sort of limitation there. So if you feel like, if that's you, if you want uh, right now, if you'd like to experience a really powerful breakthrough, we're going to have Kara take you through a, a breakthrough having to do here with the law of intuition. So I'm going to go ahead and, and start the queue here. So I've gone ahead and opened up the queue. If that's you, if this speaks to you, go ahead and press star six. Uh, go ahead and press star six. And it looks like we've got uh, people jumping in already. And um, so Kara, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our first caller. And if, if you're open, if you'll go ahead and just take them through um, a breakthrough process here. All right, our first uh, first caller here. It looks like it's phone number ending in nine eight one three. You should be live. Go ahead. Hi, this is Dorothea. Hey, Dorothea, how are you doing? Doing great. How about you? Fantastic. All right, Kara's going to go ahead and take you through it. Hi, Kara. 
Hello? Well, maybe Kara's not going to take you through it. <laughs> it, look, it looks like she may have just jumped off. Let me see if I can pull her back in. Uh, just one second. I scared her. No, no, no. I I'm think I accidentally maybe muted her out. Kara, are you there? <laughs> I am. I was just talking away, and I didn't realize you couldn't hear me. That's <laughs> not awesome. a problem. <laughs> if you wanted me to be quiet, Steve, you could have just said something. I could have just said it. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dorothea, I am so excited to do this breakthrough with you. I've already just had so much fun watching your growth and, and your dedication to Belief Breakthrough. Uh, so what we're going to do today is, is actually going to be more in context with the Law of Intuition, and I'd like to take you through these uh, six steps of the Law of Intuition. Is that okay with you? That would be great. Awesome. And so what I'd like to do is just ask you, what is the number one limiting belief that's holding you back in this moment? It has to do with relationships with guys. It, okay. Um, sometimes it's a terrifying situation. Sometimes it's knowing whether it's something to pursue, whether it's something to let go of. Um, uh, it's just, I don't know, I've, I've got a friend that I've known for quite a few years now, and I just don't know whether it's just to be a friendship or whether it's something I, I dare pursue or push it forward or, you know, he's kind of black about the whole thing. Um, I know he has his own issues. But it's always, a lot of times, it just feels like I'm just a friend. And it's been something that I've struggled with for a long time. I know my daughter has felt like I've let her down because she's never had a dad. I've been the single parent the whole time because I adopted her. Okay, so... Go ahead. Okay, so we've we've got some really good information to go by here. There's sort of a general... Um, idea. Let's see if we can get even more clear by, by stepping into the first step of this process and ground. So I invite you to simply, uh, if it serves you to close your eyes and just take a nice deep breath into your nose and out to your mouth. And I invite everyone else on this call to actually go through this process with me. Just breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And relax your body as you breathe, setting the intention to clear your mind. And as you think about your relationships with men and all of the things that kind of go with that, as you were describing to me, what is the number one limiting belief that's holding you back? Trust the first thing that comes to mind. It's that I guess I'm not worthy enough of that love or that whatever relationship. Um, I know I've worked through different things in the past, but it. Let's just go with what we have. I am not worthy enough for that love, for that relationship. Dorothea, let's just step right into a new empowering belief. What would be a new belief that would serve you better than I am not worthy enough for love? Or that relationship. I deserve. 
I deserve the love. I deserve love. I deserve lasting love. Say that one more time and just breathe it in. I deserve lasting love. How does that feel? It feels, it feels a lot better than belief. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so now we've got a new empowering belief. And let's just ask, we're going to go to step two, and I would like you to just ask, what is that important question concerning receiving this love that has gone unanswered for a long time? Is this relationship I'm in worthy of that lasting love? Okay, so take a deep breath. We'll ask that question, is this relationship I'm in worthy of that lasting love? And we're just looking for a simple yes or no answer. Take a deep breath and just simply listen. Trust the first thing that comes to mind. Pay attention to how your body is responding. Are you feeling peace? Or are you feeling tension? Are you feeling clarity? Or are you feeling cluttered? Only share what you feel comfortable sharing, Dorothea. testing out both ways because right now it's I'm not I'm, I'm not sure so give me just a moment here and sometimes it helps to go back to step one Dorothea and take another deep breath and ground again take a deep breath and breathe it out clear your mind and simply ask that question again is this relationship I'm in worthy of that lasting love, yes or no? I'm going to just allow intuition actually to guide me in this moment. Do you mind? Yes, that would so be fine. As, as I'm facilitating this, my intuition is telling me that there may be a part of you that is having a hard time receiving. So I invite you to actually, this is sort of a little trick that I like to use in this process. I like to throw in new beliefs that will support me in each step of the process. So I invite you to try this on. I receive answers clearly and openly. I receive answers clearly and openly. 
All right, take a deep breath. I'm open to the perfect answer for me. I am open to the perfect answer for me. So simply ask that question again. Listen and receive. Trust the first thing that comes to mind. This relationship I'm in, right, for the lasting love that I deserve. The first answer that comes is no. Okay. I think I've been afraid to really ask that question. I mean, I've, I've wanted it to be a yes, and I yet I've wanted been afraid for the no. And yeah, I can. I've been seeing a lot of it. The clues there. My daughter has suggested it from time to time. I mean, I see him as a very good person, but I see also where it's been positive in ways and selfish in other ways on his part, too. Right. So now you've received your answer. Now you get to step into trust. And you get to step into action. That trust and that action kind of go together. So what is your next step? How can you take action on this answer that you've received? Well, I know there have been times I've tried to break the friendship, the relationship, and he's not really wanted to allow that, not wanted to say goodbye, because we enjoy doing music together, too, and that's been the hard hard part of the situation. And so I've sometimes said, well, I just need to step back and just say, okay, it's just a friendship and just let it go at that. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I, I've... I need to decide, I guess, whether I, I just say, you know, it's, let it go as a friendship or just totally step back from the whole relationship and just go in a total different direction. So, Dorothea, my invitation to you, consider this idea for a next step. The next step may possibly be going through this six-step process again on your own to ask that question. and to receive that answer, whether or not it's possible to have a friendship without the the added part. (laughs) I was losing my words there. Um, Right. Does that resonate with you for a next step? Yes, it does. Excellent. See how easy it is, Dorothea, to receive those answers if you are willing to ask those questions. Yeah, it's been um, one of those things I think I've been afraid to know the answer, and so I have just let it fester for quite a while inside of me. Yes, and and that fear. Right, and and that fear is one of... I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and so it's kind of been um, for hope and yet, out of fear, you're right. And fear does really hold us hostage. And and we know now in our limitless family, in our limitless land, that fear is a choice, right? Right. 
Fear is one of those number one things that creates that indecision. Fear is one of those number one things that keeps us in a state of unconscious reaction. So is that fear serving you? No, it hasn't been. And I and I, I I've realized that, but it I have allowed it to hold me back. Well, so in this moment you didn't in this moment you right in this moment you took action to not allow that anymore to step into conscious creation and I applaud you excellent job Dorothea thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your breakthrough today thank you very much for taking the time to work with me on this absolutely I'm going to go ahead and turn the time over to Stephen are you there Absolutely. Thank you so much. Kara, that was wonderful. And Dorothea, again, thank you for uh, being, being willing and brave enough to kind of step out and, and um, have that experience for everyone else here on the call today. Uh, this law of intuition, you're, thank you. The law of intuition is such an important law. And, you know, just as I wrap up here, and Kara, I'll ask you for some closing thoughts as well uh, on the law of intuition. But this, this law really does permeate through every other part of manifesting, you know, whether it's, whether it's you're trying to figure out what your purpose is or, or you know, for the law of purpose or, or you know, you're, you're trying to find out how long, you know, you need to wait for the law of gestation, that the law of intuition is going to really help in so many other aspects. So, you know, make sure as you're implementing the law of intuition that you remember these these easy uh, six steps, number one, ground, number two, ask, number three, listen, number four, receive, number five, trust, and number six, take action. Um, As you go through those every single day, multiple times a day, and again, this doesn't have to happen. The the, the better you get at it, the the more you realize you don't necessarily have to say, okay, what's step one, step two? They'll actually become a part of your process. All of a sudden, you'll just – You'll, you'll slip through it really fast. You'll ground, ask, listen, receive trust, and then take action right away. And those things will all happen in a very short moment. And as you're facing the different challenges of life or as you're working towards your goals, as you're creating the life that you want, this law of intuition is going to powerfully support, carry, and guide you in everything that you do. Um, it's It's been a true blessing in my life to... Um, understand, at least that with my understanding right now, how it's been able to bless my life. And um, I look forward to u- using this, this law every single day. Uh, Kara, what, what would you like to add? I just want to say that the, the law of intuition to me has become like food and water. It is my lifeline to truth. And if I'm not connected to truth, I don't move forward. I don't succeed. I don't create what I want to create. And I have found that when I am not creating, Stephen, when I am not moving forward in that conscious creation, I feel, um, as the scriptures say, damned. I feel stuck. I feel stopped. And it's not a place of joy for me. It's a place of sorrow. It's a place of of darkness for me. And something that I would like to leave everyone with is, you know, I've heard this a lot um, you know, in, in my faith, you know, people, the church that I go to say things like, you know, well, I pray, but the answers, sometimes my answers don't come right away, but they always get answered. And I'm here to tell you to consider the possibility that those answers are available at a moment's notice. 
You simply need to know how to tap into it, and you simply need to practice. If you have a belief that says that I, I don't get answers right away, you're not going to tap into that full intuition because I'm telling you right now that I've experienced this, that any question that I'm asking, I get answers to it in a moment's notice as I apply this law, as I simply ground, as I simply ask, listen, receive, and I trust, and then I take action. And sometimes my human self wants to receive all the answers at once, or I want to know how to get to Z from point A. Well, guess what? Sometimes... We don't get to get to know Z yet because think about, I see we're going to Machu Picchu, um, Limitless is we're to go this uh, in May, and I'm thinking of the how many 3,000 steps there are to climb Machu Picchu. I'm, I'm, I can't just teleport myself up to the top of Machu Picchu. I have to take one step at a time. So as I'm tapping into intuition, I'm asking, what's my next step? What do I get to do today to honor my body? What do I get to do today to create wealth? What do I get to do today to connect in my relationships and then to enhance my personal power? And I will get those answers immediately. And so I invite you all to choose a belief that will help you access that, that I get answers easily. I receive answers openly and willingly. And exercise this law. This is foundational, friends to um, achieving the success and helping you become an expert decision maker. Remember that all the, the more decisions you make, the more success you will achieve. Thank you, Stephen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kara. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open up the lines. We're going to end in true limitless fashion with a massive I am limitless on the All right. If you're with me on the count of three, one, two, three. I am limitless. I am limitless.